This is The Point, professional investing in Australia with Pendle. Welcome to The Point podcast from Pendle. There's so much going on in financial markets at the moment, roaring inflation, rising interest rates, geopolitical concerns, an energy crisis, and much more. It's very easy to get carried away with the day-to-day news, but investing is a long-term game. And sometimes we need to be reminded of that. To help us think about long term, I welcome to the point Oliver G, portfolio manager with Pendle's income and fixed interest team. Oliver, welcome to the point. Hey, Sean. Nice to be here. With so much noise around the place, it must be hard to sometimes remember it's a long game. Yeah, no, absolutely. So right now, markets are extremely volatile and it's a crushing experience for anyone in pretty much any asset class, really. But I want to talk to you a little bit about the long-term prospects of bonds. And and by long-term, I really mean the next couple of years. I really want the listeners to know that I think we're approaching a golden period of bond returns because, and perhaps unfortunately for some, uh, our research showed there's going to be a deep, synchronized global recession around the corner in the second half of 2023. So just explain to me what a what you mean by a deep and synchronized recession. Sure. So already we're seeing pressure in the US where the economy there is in technical recession. Europe, which has historically relied on cheap Russian energy to keep their industries firing, is in all likelihood also walking into recession, if not already there. And of course, China, a country that keeps and continues to drive with the brakes on with its zero COVID policy, its clampdown on tech, and of course, on real estate. So that's what I really mean by the synchronized part of it. And the global recession is, of course, all the slowdown factors that you've seen around the world. So the leading indicators that we keep a track of are pointing lower and significantly so. Okay. So what's that mean for investors? What should they be looking at? And again, we're talking about long-term, not day trading. Yep. No, absolutely. So the long-term implication for this is that the best performing asset class, and I mean the best performing of everything out there in a recession is bonds, right? So we're coming into an environment where it's going to be incredibly conducive for you to own bonds. Now, the question is, is it right now? And the answer is not yet because inflation hasn't yet peaked. And if inflation hasn't peaked, then it means global central banks will have to keep their foot on the hiking pedal, which isn't great for bonds. However, again, not yet, but it will be very soon. So we're seeing, yeah, so the bond markets have been sold off. We're seeing yields at probably decade highs. These are government bonds, at least. You expect them to go higher. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, that's simply because we don't have a good handle on inflation right now. So central banks around the world have all tried to clamp down on these pressures, but unfortunately, the models they've used haven't worked. So to give you a bit of context, since the middle of this year, global central banks have effectively lost all confidence in their ability to forecast inflation. The models they were using were so wildly off that now instead of basing decisions of more benign, medium-term forecasts, they're just using current inflation prints. And current inflation, even though it's a stale measure of price pressure, is speeding away from central bank targets around 2%. So if you look at Europe, they're in the double digits. If you look at Australia or US, they're in the high single digits. And look, frankly, it might not seem like much of a, of a change from a central bank point of view, but it is a big deal in the world of um, in the bond world. And that explains why 
right now, banks or central banks right now want to get back to neutral as fast as possible and is even willing to go a bit further to get that fixed up. Okay. So if the bond market's a place to be, and certainly, I mean, timing's everything, of course, and so it's maybe not jump in yet, but at some point in the next little period, jump in. Are you talking government bonds? Are you talking high-grade bonds? What what sort of bonds are you talking about? So we prefer government bonds in this current environment because they will invariably be a flight to quality. And obviously, government bonds having the highest rating amongst all the names in the universe will be the one to benefit the most. That's not to say that if you bought something like a five-year semi-government bond won't benefit you either, but simply that the most bang for buck will be in the government bond space. Okay. So, Oliver, the big question, when? When should I be looking for that bond, the government bond fund? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a very that's a, that's the million dollar question, right? So as yep. I said again, we can't go into bonds right now because of what where inflation is. That hasn't peaked, and so we're just going to have to sit on the sidelines until that plays through. However, there are signs, a lot of leading indicators that show that inflation has peaked and is due to come off in the next few quarters, and that would invariably take us to a position probably maybe Q2 2023 where it looks quite compelling for us to own bonds because at that point you already would see inflation pressures come off but also growth indicators start to materially deteriorate at that point and where central banks will in all likelihood tilt their reaction function to be a lot more benign, a lot more dovish, which means at least if they're not accelerating, there won't be any more hikes going forwards. And that environment is very, very conducive to be owning bonds. You're looking at returns of at least 5 to 6% per annum at that point. And if it does go into recession, you'll see a hell of a lot more. Apologies for, if I can't use that word. Um, you're probably <laughs> seeing high single digits. I'm, I'm talking 7 8 potentially 9% returns versus what you might get in equities of in all likelihood, negative numbers. So you're looking at very, very strong returns going forward. Oliver, thank you for talking to The Point. Thank you. That was Oliver G, Portfolio Manager with Pendle's Income and Fixed Interest Team. You've been listening to The Point Podcast from Pendle. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day. 